what no like never like no like like no like what no no but guess what no hey no hey guess what no Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. What's up? Hey, how you doing, Leslie? I'm good, thanks. How you doing, Aaron? I'm d- I don't know why we're talking to each other, so in case people don't know who's who. That might be a thing, you know, Google and you know. know who's Aaron. Oh, no, I just broke the uh, what? Some part of my microphone. <laughs> oh, no, I was like, where did you go? I just moved the microphone away, like the way it kind of, you know, like it um, twists. I think I can fix it. I'm not going to try to do it now because I'll mess up the sound and annoy everybody. Shambles. It really is shambles. Shambles. <laughs> it really is shambles today. Um, would you like for me to talk about the holiday? Yeah. What are we celebrating okay. today? Um, so today is National Cuddle Up Day. Hey, in that cute that already. <laughs> With the cats. Exactly. Um, January is typically some of the coldest days of the year, unless you live in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, so what better way to stay warm and reap the health benefits, okay, of cuddling on National Cuddle Day? What are the what are the health benefits? What are the health benefits? Oh, here we go. Do they it does tell you. It, it actually does say for once. Okay. Um, cuddling. <laughs> releases oxytocin. I almost said oxycontin. <laughs> That'd be different. awesome. Uh, oxytocin. No, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> oh no, that'd be good for you. It'll be awesome for you. I'd give it all to you. Um, oh, culling thanks. releases oxytocin. Oxytocin. This hormone alone has tremendous health benefits. Again, we're not going to say what they are. Um, besides giving us warm and fuzzy feelings, oxytocin reduces pain. So when the cold has made those muscles and joints ache, cuddling can help reduce those aches and pains. Okay, this is all a mess because what comes next is like, really? Is this oxytocin also helps reduce heart disease, reduces blood pressure, stress, and anxiety? Uh, okay. Oh my God, their next sentence is so cheesy. If it weren't free, cuddling would probably be covered by health insurance. It's such a huge health benefit. What? <laughs> no. Um, here's another weird not sentence. Not this country. I've got to read. I know not this country. <laughs> is it crazy? Weird, weird sentence I've got to read. Um, communication is more than just emails, texts, or conversation. Physical no, touch. Can, can, no, it's not. That's it. Physical <laughs> touch can communicate trust, commitment, safety, and reassurance. This goes for human to human contact as well as human to pet contact, like you said, with the cats. Yep. Um, that's plenty enough to read about for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you and I used to, I think we hugged like every night or so. We yep. lived together when you either go to work or if we were like watching something and you're going to go upstairs. I think we, I think we hugged like all, like all out, every hugs. time. Yeah, I yep. totally forgot that. Oh, man. I miss that. No one hugs me now, like, good night. Same. I know. I need some um, health insurance to get some hugging, I guess. Need some health Um, insurance for hugs. So strange. Um, Another thing 
is that it is Joan of Arcs, uh, if you will, Joan of Arc. I was telling Leslie that I learned recently that her name is actually Jean, like J E A N N E, um, dark. And dark, <laughs> dark. As I kept saying Joan. Dark. Um, that's actually her name, but the English changed it to Joan because um, Jean is like um, a female version of the French name for John, and so they're like, "Well, Joan, Joan is the closest thing to like a um, a lady. Sorry, is a yeah, the female version of John. So that's why she's like Joan of Arc, but I like to call her by her real name and sound really pretentious and horrible because um, I quite <laughs> like her a lot." Um, she was born in, on this date in 1412. Happy um, birthday to her! Happy birthday! People don't know that she's she's now considered a saint, and she mm-hmm. like look her up. <laughs> she's pretty cool. I won't go all look into her up. it. Just look her up because I don't want to be like you know preaching or whatever it is on our podcast. But she's a pretty cool historical figure. She is. Um, so there we go. So those are the days. Of today, the days of today. Let's go say days of the week. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, did you have a sugar baker moment? Uh, I don't, but I have a couple of shout outs. Oh please. Um, where did I write them down? Right here. Cool. Um, <laughs> I listened to Bianca Del Rio read her book today. Oh, yeah. Um, it is called. Wait, did you finish it? Yeah, it's only like four hours and something, and I listened uh, at almost <laughs> double speed. What? Wait, you wait, hold on. Slow it down. You what? listen to things wait, you listen to things fast? Yeah. When you listen to audiobooks? Mm-hmm. Why? Finish them faster. Oh, you have got a problem. <laughs> but also it's not like like I don't miss anything by listening to them faster. Like I still But double speed? That is if they're going to sound not like everything. chipmunks. They're going to sound like chipmunks. So- they they actually don't, but some <laughs> things like if people talk fast, I'd only listen at like w- like one and a half times. But most people okay. like when they narrate audiobooks, they speak slow. very slowly. Yeah, yeah. So I just like I'm just so boggled because when I accidentally hit the like fast button on like a podcast, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? Like I like lose my mind. So I shouldn't. I should step back and calm down, but that's just hilarious <laughs> no, to you me. Can totally have that reaction. Like, no, because like because you like are always just like reading like reading things so fast so that cracks me up that you're like even doing it like an audiobook is already going to be faster and you're like fuck it i needed to be even faster <laughs> sometimes when i put things on normal speed now i'm like how long is it going to take you to get to the point like what? Oh is there it sounds like, like so is there like a support group for quickly. like how much you read is that, is that like a thing is what is there a support group for like how much you read? I don't know. Maybe I, might need. I don't know. <laughs> have to so have to look that up. <laughs> it's called a book club, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny. Okay, so you, I'm an ass. Let's keep no, talking about. No, um, I'm her horrible. book is called Blame It on Bianca Del Rio, the expert mm-hmm. on nothing with an opinion on everything. Yep, she reads the audiobook, so it was awesome. That's great. And the other one is Lynn Manuel Miranda's book, Good Morning, Good Night. Um, I love it. I, I've seen so many like quotes from it. I think it's so great. He's so great. Um, it's I got I won a copy of the physical book, so I'm reading that. Like I'll read the Good Morning in the morning and the Good Night in the night. Shut like, up. That's so cute. But then I had requested the purchase from Brooklyn Public. Like as soon as I found out he had a book, I requested that they buy the audio book because I knew he was probably gonna oh, narrate shit. it. 
Does so he? My hold, yes, my hold came up this week, and it's it's really like as an audiobook because they're just like little like tweets and poems and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very short, and so I listened to it like all in one morning <laughs> on Wednesday or Thursday. But it was like the best way to start the day because he's Wait, so But cute. it was but, but talks about good morning and good night. So like, were you feeling? Like bipolar by the end of it, you're like this is too no, because it's all just like just sweetness, uh, like uplifting and encouraging, and that's cute. It's, just, it's very cute. So yeah, oh, man, check those out. That's pretty awesome. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. Did you have a sugar breaker moment? I don't know. I'm just feeling such an ass for teasing you. So I'm sorry. You <laughs> I don't know. Don't have that's to feel not that my. Way. No, but I am. <laughs> um, it's okay. You can like let me off the hook, but I am. Um, our listeners know. They've met me. Uh, so what did I do this week, Leslie? Huh. Um, it was like New Year's. Yeah. And we taped on New Year's. Mm-hmm. So really, we don't have a full week. <laughs> yeah. Things. What did I. Oh, I already talked about my, last week was my all, all my watching movies, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did that. And then <laughs> I don't very much for that. Except I did um catch up to the current season of Vikings, which is pretty impressive because nice. they are 45 minute episodes and I don't know how many there are, but there are many of them. And um yeah <laughs> i was impressed like last night i finished i was like oh which means i i think i watched like seven episodes yesterday i was just letting nice. it play that's the thing i just let it especially if it's amazon or netflix oh, yeah, and doesn't have going. any commercials it just keeps going and it's just like yes um i really and do enjoy the show uh it's quite i i don't really recommend it to people because it is so violent and like everyone dies but i don't like i said i compare mm-hmm. it to game game of thrones like people really like game of thrones mm-hmm. um I enjoy that the characters are based on real historical figures. Um, And then they kind of play with them. Uh, I really enjoy the way that like the pagans and the Christians are in conflict, but sometimes not, you know, and how like people Mm -hmm. and like you look at the politics of like what happens when you just show up to someone's land and you're like murdering them and all that kind of stuff like, this and this is mine now yeah exactly and there are some like real jerk face like vikings in it but then the thing is um it reminds me a lot of i remember when my friend uh lee would t- was watching like orphan black and she would talk ask me like is this character a good guy is this character a bad guy like vikings is kind of like that like nobody i really enjoy shows where nobody's like a good guy or a bad guy like and they're pitted mm-hmm. against each other i like shows where there is a lot of depth depth mm-hmm. exactly so i think this is like this of course i had like some of my favorites almost all dead now <laughs> oh, sad face. <laughs> okay. my reason to watch uh lagartha is still still kicking um so we got that <laughs> but yeah it doesn't like don't get attached to anyone but that's realistic mm. i mean it's the time the time period really just you know like a character died from a bee sting on it because, like, you know, like, he was allergic and they didn't have EpiPens back then, you know? Like, that wow. is just, like, yeah, exactly. Like, some of the children, like, drown and stuff off camera, luckily. But um, that's just kind of how it is. It's just life was tough. So, um, so yeah, I do recommend it and I do appreciate it. And I'm going to get uh, – one of my friends watches it and he has owned um, all the other seasons. And so – I'm just going to just have him buy the next one <laughs> so that I can watch it. Because I was like, I could buy it, but because everything's on Prime up to the c- current 
Mm-hmm. But he buys them, and so I'm just like, oh, can you just buy it and we'll watch it? <laughs> yeah, there's no point. He's gonna just, buy like, it anyway. I know exactly. There's no point in me buying it and having like one one off uh, season. So I will keep going. But it's uh, my favorite is that there's um this character called Ivar the Boneless, who is a real historical figure, and um there are some can some different theories about his name and why he has that name. But in the in the show. They just had it um, that his legs are um, not formed so that he can, like, walk with them. Um, but he is absolutely a lunatic. He's also sometimes mm-hmm. really sweet and really, like, sad, as most monsters are on these type of shows, you know? Mm-hmm. We just, like, see the depth and the pain is where they're acting out of. Um, but the actor who plays him, Alex uh, Hoke, is, like freaking adorable i don't really know what to do with it. it's just how it always Aww. is right like the scariest characters on like yeah tv or like movie just people. like the fluffiest little like what is which which they do on purpose sometimes that they cast them that way so they can make really angelic little faces so that you don't completely hate them mm-hmm. you know like if that, that must be why they do stuff like that like he just has like a little face that he makes sometimes that is his normal face when he's like a person <laughs> <laughs> but like um so yeah it's a it's a fun show i've been watched it's on amazon and hulu i believe and it's a history channel show and i've been watching it while i knit <laughs> and there we go so that's uh that's what my i guess a little shout out type thing is but i don't know no one's gonna be watching vikings from our listeners but if you do <laughs> then uh if you do or if you uh listen to the books that we talk about or that type of stuff you should like let us know <laughs> that if our shout outs are working and actually getting something attention <laughs> that would be cool <coughs> oh no i'm trying not to sneeze your coffin we're, <laughs> we're a mess broken January. my microphone i'm like holding it I should, i'm gonna take a picture of how i'm holding it because it's a little a little similar to um like as if i'm like uh, a singer you know? nice <laughs> like i'm trying to like sing because i'm like upside down um uh do you want me to tell our listeners what we watched this week yeah what did we watch this week so this week we watched, oh man, we're getting close to the end of season five. I didn't realize. Yep. Um, it feels like it, so I believe it. Um, <laughs> season five, episode 18 is titled, This is Art. It first aired February 25th, 1991. And TV Guide reads, someone tries to buy amateur painter Julia's handbag while she's attending a gallery opening. I didn't pay attention to that. So I totally would have been like, whoa, like when, like I noticed when Charlene put it down, her purse, yeah. I was like, this oh, is that's gonna, gonna be, this is totally gonna be a thing. But like if thing. I read the TV guide, I would have clearly known. Um, Claudette, they spoil everything. They obviously, why, how, how did they get away with being published for that many like years? <laughs> I don't like, know. Like decades. Cause people, I feel like people would be pissed off. Maybe they, I think society liked to have spoilers back in the day or something. Maybe. Man. Um, uh, they did give credit to people. Uh, Claudette Nevins, I guess, is the uh, gallery owner. And mm-hmm. the Fred Holds are the people who buy the art, played by Janice Kent and Terry Burns. The so gallery Leslie. owner was giving me hardcore Catherine O'Hara vibes. Oh, but as like Moira, right? Yes. Or yeah. just in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'm glad that you pointed that out. I could totally see that. So we start at Sugar Bakers, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne needs Charlene to hold down her fake fingernail because she has to glue it 
Um, and Charlene just wants her to ask nicely for once. Um, yeah, rather than just she, like telling her exactly what to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then she notices what Suzanne is using and she says, you're not going to use that maxi glue stuff, are you? That stuff could hold a construction worker suspended in midair. That's ridiculous. And Suzanne said she's tired of losing her fingernails and having to wait while Charlene crawls around the floor looking for it. <laughs> so, so rude. rude. So rude. And uh, Charlene points out that she knew a guy who used it and glued his fingers together. But Suzanne is insistent she's going to do it. So Julia's, uh, meanwhile, is on the phone with her friend Rosalind, who is an owner of an art gallery. And Charlene, she's describing the gallery, and Charlene's like, oh, is that the one in the mall next to Hickory Farms? No, look, and that could actually be a thing, because galleries are just are rented space. So get yeah. over it, Julia. They're like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, Julia's being haughty and... She's like, no, this is like a respectful place for modern art. It's not in the mall. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, you better not talk about art with Julia. She'll start reminiscing about her art school days in Paris. You know when she studied at the Sorbonne? The Sorbonne. That sounds like you've been biking too long or something. <laughs> it does. And Charlene's like, oh, you studied art? That explains all the brown paper wrapped paintings in the attic. And she points out how she's always wanted to take a peek, but she would never do that because she <laughs> respects Julia, but she's really curious about art. Yeah. And Julia says that her friend invited her to go to the gallery this evening, and she invites Charlene to come along. And Suzanne, and Charlene's super excited, and Suzanne's like, well, Julia, aren't you going to ask me? No. And Julia said, no. Remember that time Mother and I took you to the Louvre and you said, I have no intention of being dragged to another museum. Just look at a bunch of pictures of small busted women with large butts lying outdoors naked eating fruit. That sounds amazing. It does. And Mm -hmm. Suzanne shrugs dramatically. I've got like four gifts from this episode. (laughs) Four gifts from this scene, actually. Really? Oh my gosh. Are they all like Suzanne? Yes. (laughs) Reaction gifts. (laughs) And uh, Mary Jo comes in and apologizes to Charlene because it seems that she has accidentally dinged her car. And she's, like, really stressed out about it. Charlene's not that worried about it. She's like, it's okay. You know, it's fine. It's okay. And Mary Jo's like, no, do you want to, like, do you want to go out and check it and, like, take a look? And she's like, I scratched it. um, But I want to make it right. And Charlene's like, no, like, really, it's, I'm sure it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Figure it out later. And Mary Jo keeps insisting, and, you know, Charlene's like, okay, well, you know, if you insist, and Mary Jo tells her to, like, you know, go get a get a quote, get an estimate, and she'll pay for it. Meanwhile, Suzanne is piling on the glue on her nail. It's um, not good. It's not. This is not going to be good. Julia reminds her that a little bit goes a long way, and she sticks her tongue out at Julia. And then when Mary Jo is talking about the estimate, she's like, that's, you know, that's what we did when you dinged my car. Isn't that right, Suzanne? And Suzanne goes to open her mouth, and she can't because nope. she has glued her lips together. Oh, it's so terrifying. And she's trying to, like, like pull them apart. Oh, it's not she's good. like, grabbing her jaw, and she I just... I don't like it. It's... It's... it's with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut... Right after that, we cut straight to the art gallery that night. <laughs> um, and everybody ended up coming. So Mary Jo's walking around with Julia... And she points out how she doesn't think that Julia would be into modern art because she's so traditional and all of this stuff is so radical. Yeah. And Julia's like, well, you know, modern art's been around for quite some time now and it's pretty much accepted by almost everybody. And then Charlene and Suzanne come in and they come upon what looks to be a pile of trash. 
Charlene can't believe that it's just sitting on the floor. She tells the security <laughs> guard that someone should clean that up. Oh, and he's no. like, oh, is this your first art show? And she says, yeah. And he's like, read the plaque on the wall. Well, I mean, calm down, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Charlene freaks out. She's like, you gotta be kidding me. This is for sale? Mm-hmm. I mean, what an interesting arrangement of dirt clots. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, and then Charlene comes over and is talking to Mary Jo and Julia and she says she thinks it's time to call a professional lip man. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne is too proud for the emergency room and like it's time to call her a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo says, oh, there's no hurry. There's a couple things I've always wanted to say to you. I love it. And Charlene's like, Mary Jo, I wouldn't mess with her. She hasn't eaten in over eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Charlene trying to use the payphone on the wall. That is actually an exhibit. That is so silly. <laughs> Which I could see that being an exhibit now. Because yeah. like yeah, you, you don't, don't ever see them anywhere except the occasionally corner. on the subway system yeah. in New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like they were still really common then. Yes. Um, and the like the lady or whatever, Rosalind, Julia's mm-hmm. friend, she's like, Julia, please tell your friend to not like try to talk on the exhibit. And she hangs up and she's like, I knew that. I don't think I'm a stupid person, but, but I'm a little confused. That's a little strange to have. Like, usually stuff like that, if it's an exhibit, it's like it is interactive. Like, maybe there'd be a recording on the phone. Yeah. You're supposed to pick it up and listen to or something. So, yeah, I don't know. Good point. And she's like, but I'm a little confused. When does a phone stop being a phone and become a piece of art? And Mary Jo <laughs> says, when it's hung in a gallery. Yeah. And then they they come upon this um, piece that's just a giant black square. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, everything is night. And then Julia's like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> and she's Aww. like, I suppose it's not something that everyone would appreciate. Like, I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have. Mary's like, I got a question. And she doesn't, she doesn't ask it. She just says, this costs $5,000. It's not. Where's the question in that? Where's the question? And Julia's like... <laughs> Five thousand dollars. She's like, she recovers herself, and she's like, okay, well, that's a little high, but it's probably based on some statement that the artist was making. Mary's just like, and what was that statement? Yeah. And Julia says, I'm not sure, but it's probably just something I'm not getting. Mm. Meanwhile, Suzanne is over by the food table, staring longingly at the food that she cannot oh, no. put in her mouth because she can't yeah. open her lips. Um, she watches some guy grab cheese and he tells her, asks her if he wants any, tells her she looks hungry and then offers her some. And he says, yeah, he's like, it's delicious and it's free. And she like almost like sniffs it. And then she just knocks the plate out of his hand. That's what, like a, like a cat. (laughs) Like a cat. (laughs) Like, what is she doing? And then Charlene sits down, um, on some of the art. There's like a, there's a piece on the wall that's well, like old fashioned TVs drawn on the wall. Mm-hmm, and but then it's a chair. Just like normal ass chairs in front of it. Mm-hmm, and so yep. she pulls one down and sits down and Julia's like, uh, you're sitting on the art. She's like, are you kidding? <sighs> this on. just looks like chairs. <laughs> it, it, Cause it is chairs. Cause it is Why? chairs. Like oh, normal man. ass chairs. Oh, man. And Julia says, I'm sorry that there are no sad clowns or pictures of children with big eyes. And Rude. Charlene's like, oh, I love those. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, oh, I thought you would. Mm-hmm. Rude. I like that movie about the lady who painted the kids with the big yeah. eyes. Yeah, it's fascinating. A good movie. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo says uh, she thinks that we're culturally illiterate. And she thinks we ought to be um, out buying art in a gas station parking lot. Mm-hmm. And so then they revisit the the painting of just the the black square. Um, and she's like, "What's the meaning of this painting?" And then Charlene 
without missing a beat says i see death and destruction i, I see rampant it. destruction po- possibly a nuclear bomb going off and bathing everything in darkness i love it <laughs> so <deep. laughs> she's so good angela's like thank you charlene <laughs> i forgot and then charlene says oh i forgot to tell you i went to the bookstore and got Susanna a book and she pulls it out and it's a book about sign language she says she figured since her lips are glued shut, she might be able to help her communicate better. That's adorable. She's so thoughtful. And Mary Jo says, um, I think she's communicating well with all those obscene gestures she's making over there. <laughs> and uh, Charlene's like, well, maybe this book will help her clean up her act. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then this dude comes up to Suzanne and says, oh, you're Suzanne, aren't you? I know your sister. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And he asks her what she thinks of the piece that like she's staring at and mm-hmm. she doesn't say anything. And he's like, oh, you know, I get it. Like you're one of those like like silent un uh, um, uninterpretation people. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I get it. Like we're all engulfed in a sea of overinterpretation. Like art should just exist. And he's like, that's not my theory. It's Susan Sontag's. And then he keeps talking, and then she's just standing there, and he's like, well, it's been great talking to you. And then he goes up to Julia and tells her how brilliant, like, Suzanne is. Like, how her sister is so intelligent. It made me think of that quote, you know, from Mark Twain that's like, what is it? Do you know that one? Shoot, I meant to look it up. Oh, Um, the one about, like, if you, um, something about, like, keeping your mouth shut and people, like, think you're an idiot, but if you open it, then they know or something. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I thought of that quote a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're new than open your mouth and like have them what? confirm it or something. Yeah. So know. this is kind of like the opposite of this because she keeping her mouth shut. People think she's like a genius. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rosalind wants Julia to come help her set up an exhibit. And Julia's like, shouldn't the artist be doing that? And she's like, yep. But I got people who are like money burning holes in their pockets. So we're going to do it now. And so Julia leaves. And then... um Suzanne is gesturing at these people who have mistaken her for like an exhibit. A mime. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look, Rosalind's hired a mime. Artist. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Suzanne is losing her mind at these people and Charlene steps in and tries to help. And she's like, oh, you know, we're going to take, take five minutes, five minute break. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Charlene's like, oh, she goes back to Mary Jo. She's like, oh, I forgot. I got an estimate for the car. And the estimate is $2,044. That's so much. Like what? That is a lot. What did she do to her car? I don't know. I she must just, have like, done into it. some sort of damage, like up under there. Like that's not yeah. just a bumper. No. And uh, she's like, "Man, Charlene, I wanted to fix your car, not buy it." Um, and Charlene's like, "I told you, like, don't worry about it. Like, I can fix it myself. You know, it's fine." And Marjo's like, "No, no, no. You know, we'll work something out." And um, Charlene sets Julia's purse down on a pillar and walks away. <laughs> yep. And then she realizes that these people are admiring it as if it is art. And she goes back to them and is like trying to explain to them what happened. And she's like, no, 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 that's not art. Like, just put it down. Well, they want to buy it. And Rosalind sells it yes. to them for $5,000. Wow. And she's like, no, no, I'm sure Julia won't mind. She like takes the billfold out and gives it mm-hmm. to Charlene yep. and like sells yep. them this purse for $5,000. Oh I can't believe and Julia asks what's going on, and Charlene says that she just sold her purse for five thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. I feel like uh, Charlene should be hired at this gallery to help. Uh, yeah, some stuff for sure. That's right. Make a commission. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Sugar Bakers. I guess the next day, and Charlene is trying to teach Suzanne sign language, um, and she teaches her how to greet people. 
And mm-hmm. she's like, I know what you're thinking. Like, you're just wondering, like, why you just can't wave. But, like, waving can mean a bunch of different things in sign language. It's like shalom. <laughs> can mean hello, I goodbye. That. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Julia's on the phone trying to explain to people that, like, she is retired from art. She's not going to be providing any more purse exhibits. Um, if they want more purse art, she suggests that they visit the accessory department at their local JCPenney's. And turns out when she hangs up, it was an, uh, the third art magazine this morning mm-hmm. who wanted a piece of Julia. Um, apparently, she is the hot new commodity in the art world. Mm-hmm. And she said, not only do these people who bought my purse have big wallets, they also have big mouths. Yeah, and Charlene's like, aren't you the least bit proud? Like, Van Gogh only sold one piece of art in his life. Julia, you are tied with Van Gogh. <laughs> I love so that excited. moment. You're tied. So good. <laughs> so cute. Um, Rosalind comes in and she's brought by the check for Julia minus her commission, which Julia mm-hmm. refuses to take. I take it. That's come on. They're not. We've seen this show. They're not always uh, in the black or whatever. Yeah. Is. Like they could use that money. These people obviously don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not going to take it. She says she only went along with the prank so that she wouldn't cause a scene at the art opening. Um and Rosalind's trying to tell her, she's like, it's fine. Like, they have plenty of money. And besides, sometimes they need tweaking once in a while. Um, and now people want to see more of your work. And Julia says that she's fresh out of purses. Um, maybe her clients would be interested in belts or shoes or perhaps some under things. Too much. And Charlene's like, what about those paintings in the attic? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Rosalind is really excited. And Julia points out that they are not, like, that gallery's type of art. Um, and she's like, no, don't you know, like many people would like kill for an opportunity like this. I display new work on Thursdays. Bring your paintings by. Mm-hmm. You want to, there's no pressure, but if you want, I'll hang them up. Uh, Mary Jo comes in and is su- super excited. Um, Charlene is excited that Julie has been discovered. Mary Jo is excited because <laughs> she went down to McCurdy's. You pull it yourself, you pull salvage it yourself. yard. <laughs> yeah. And she found a bumper for Charlene's car. Mm-hmm. They're working on finding her a fender. And then it's just like really awkward for a second. <laughs> yeah. Suzanne tries to say something, obviously can't. They're all just kind of staring at each other. Um, and Charlene's like, look, you know, I told you we could just forget all about it. But like you insisted on making it right. And you should have asked me if I wanted an old used junk part on my car. And then Mary Jo just like throws it down on the floor and like starts kind of weeping. And she's like, I've tried to find a creative solution. Um, And she's like, it wasn't this hard when Suzanne scratched my car. We didn't have this much trouble. Did we, Suzanne? Tell her. And then Uh um, Suzanne starts signing some obscene things Mm -hmm. that look a little distasteful. Like she did not enjoy that experience. No. Um, Well, that was on this like like an episode, right? That that actually happened? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. And Mary Jo's like, well, if this isn't good enough for you, I give up. She takes her bumper and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like we the cut to the art her. gallery. It is the size of her. <laughs> and Julia's talking to Charlene and she's like, do you think my paintings are unappealing? Hmm. And Charlene says, no, like my mouth gets watery just looking at some of these fruit bowls. Mm-hmm. You have a way of capturing papyra. Mm-hmm. Charlene just knows that somebody will show an interest real soon. Um, she tries to engage a lady who is like looking over a piece and she's like, oh yeah, Julie's much better than that guy Picasso. Don't all those people look like accident victims? <laughs> That's not right. Like, Nose over here, eyes over here, ears over here. And then the lady just like walks away. 
I had to like I had to turn off my brain that like does have an art degree for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. I'd be like, that's only like one portion of his work, and I was like more pretentious than Julia. I had to stop, <laughs> just ignore it. And then Mary Jo comes in. Um, Charlene's still trying to engage interest with people, and Mary Jo tells Julia that she really likes her paintings. Um, and she's like, you know, I know I don't know about this much about this stuff as you do, but I'm really impressed. And Julia says, like, kind of reassuring herself that she's glad her work isn't attracting much interest after all the silliness we've been through. Um, The fact that these merciless paintings are not selling is restoring my faith in the art world. Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo is still trying to convince Charlene to let her fix her car. But she doesn't, like, she's tried to come up with all these creative solutions, but she wishes she could just hand her a check for $2,044 and be done with it. Um. And Rosalind comes in and she says that she loves her campy fruit bowls. It looks like something you'd find in a cheap motel room. That's, and she's like, yeah. her clients are going to love these. Like, I'm going to bring them over here as soon as they get here. And then Mary Jo wants to buy one of her paintings. Um, and Julia's like, you know, you'd be better off going down to the gas station parking lot and getting yourself a nice picture of dogs playing poker. Mm. And she's like, no, no, I really think this one would look good in my breakfast room. is that enough? Yeah. And Julia says, well, if you really love it, I'm going to give it to you. But you promise you, you have to promise that you don't feel like you have to hang it up every time I come over. (laughs) I mean, and then, (laughs) sorry, this is, it's kind of a cute, their little like exchange through all this, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Rosalind brings over her clients and she is like, they talk about how they're into motel motif. Mm hmm. And they really want to buy one. And Rosalind's like, oh, well, you know, they're $1,500. And Mary Jo's like, how about this one? Isn't it so beautiful? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we'll take that one. And she's like, well, actually, this one belongs to me. And I just, I like it so much. I couldn't possibly part with it for less than $2,044. Oh, my gosh. It's too much. And they like, go, okay. Was, I, this felt awkward to me. Like, Julia's right there. And she gave it to you. And, like, that seems weird. But, yeah. Yeah. And she's just, like, playing it up. He's like, okay, who do I make the check out to? And Mary just says, Charlene Stillfield. And then we cut to later at Sugar Baker's. Um, Suzanne has been to the doctor. He had to use an exacto knife to cut her lips apart. Um, <laughs> Mary jo- <laughs> Yeah, she's got like the stuff. I guess the it's weird stuff. looking. It's, it's weird like bright white. On her face. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good look. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says it's amazing they didn't have to use the Jaws of Life thing. <laughs> and. Suzanne says, at least you people could do a show a little sympathy. I've been on a fast for two days. Not to mention I have to practice kissing myself in the mirror to get my lips back into shape. Mm. And Mary Jo's like, well, we can only imagine what a traumatic experience that's going to be for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Julia says, Charlene, you know, I guess it's time to return these paintings to the attic. And Charlene says, at least I finally got to look at them. And Mary Jo says, you sure you want to put these back now that you're a professional? Don't you have a duty to your fans? I love it. And Julie says, I'm scared of those people. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if they were out back picking through my trash. But, like, but this is the thing that artists do do sometimes. That, like, if they find people who like their pieces, like, they're set. You know, it used to be uh, that that was was what was called, like, a patroness, you know, or Mm -hmm. a patron of your art. (laughs) It was, like, someone who literally just kept buying your stuff and you made stuff for them particularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she says, I think it's time for me to gracefully retire. I must admit, I used to think I knew a little something about art, but experience has left me completely nonplussed. 
And Charlene says, I was going to say all of that, too, except for not the word nonplussed. (laughs) And Suzanne says, I got a few things to say about what's been going on here the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. First off, Julia, you made a big fool of yourself at that gallery. This Rosalind friend of yours, she dresses like a shepherd. (laughs) Mary Jo, I can't believe you gave Charlene all that money just because she didn't want to use used parts on her car. I mean, please, she comes from that hillbilly territory. Mm -hmm. They all got used cars up on blocks in their front yards. Wrong. And Mary Jo says, Charlene, hand me that maxi glue. And Charlene (laughs) says, no, this stuff is dangerous. I'm throwing it away. And she says, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to tell all my hick friends and family back in Poplar Bluff about this former beauty queen who tried to glue her nail on and instead glued her lips shut. They're never going to believe. And then she looks down and it's stuck to her hand. Stuck to her hands. I was like, I knew that was going to happen. And then Suzanne says, yeah, well, they are going to believe that, though. (laughs) And then credits. And then credits. What? A goofy episode. What a goofy episode. (laughs) Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. I forgot to take a screenshot of it, so I'm trying to find it. In the meantime, did you have Yeah, I can talk about mine. Um, I liked Julia's when they were at the gallery the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, she ha- it's it seemed very like modern art, like appreciator, you know, or something. Um, that's yeah, not a word. Uh, but <laughs> just, she was wearing um probably I don't know if it's a dress or skirt, but the jackets. The real point is that um and I love the screenshot I got. She looks like unsure, and um Charlene looks really excited. So it seems pretty accurate. <laughs> I think she has just sold her purse. Um, and I just like that it is a white jacket with a stripe of black up the middle. And like and it's like off-centered buttons. And yeah. um, it kind of goes into the bottom, which is either a skirt or a dress or whatever that's black. And it just kind of makes her look like a little piece of modern art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Um, very yeah. Cute. Did you find yours? I did. It's um, Mary Jo's outfit, like when Julie gives her the painting. So the second time they're in the gallery. Oh, nice. It's um, this like deep blue, purple, deep purple, I guess, slash oh, blue yeah. jacket mm-hmm. with all of this detail on it. Like all these black squiggly lines with like pearl-ish sequent type things. Sequence. 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 Um, and then she has on these really high-waisted pants. Like they come almost to her boobs. With this giant belt that's also black <laughs> and is, like, textured. And then, um, yes, exactly. And then, like, just, like, a white, like, shell, like, tank top underneath. And those shoulder pads for days. It's a good look. <laughs> did you say shoulder pads for days? I did. You're so good. I know. Everyone had shoulder lots of shoulder pads. Days. Like, in my screen uh, shot, you can see the shoulder pads as well. That's yep. just... 1991. I, I remember is. I did have like a shirt when I was younger that had like shoulder pads. And I was like, why did that? And <laughs> I was like a kid. <laughs> Who was Everyone like, needs shoulder pads. So it was just to make our waist look skinnier. <laughs> this is just the dumbest thing. Yep. <sighs> Society and fashion were just goofballs. We I are. don't even know. Um, Leslie, I guess that's our episode, huh? That's our episode. Okay. Where can people find us? <laughs> All over the internet. We mm-hmm. are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Facebook, I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice, Twitter, oh, no. Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other people find us. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
thanks for listening everyone we will talk to you, talk to you next, next time, time. bye, bye. We're so dumb. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. You're coughing. I'm maybe going to sneeze. This is. This is a. Shambles.